0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? We've talked in past podcasts about what kids are not learning in school, and one of the suggestions I gave was that your house could be a learning zone for them, because if they're not learning it in school and their skills that they need to be successful in order to be successful (laughs) in life and they're not learning in school, as I've just mentioned, um, we need to figure out where they can be taught them. And I think your house is a great opportunity to teach them these things. And so I was going to talk to you about our family system. We call it our game of life and what it all encompasses. And I'm going to walk you through it and explain to you why we do each piece and what skill it's going to give them that we want them to have in the real world, quote unquote. So I like this quote, actually, I found when we were doing it. It is, the game of life is the game of boomerangs. Our thoughts, deeds, and words return to us sooner or later with outstanding accuracy. Oh, sorry, (laughs) with astounding accuracy. Okay, so the game of life is a game of boomerangs. Our thoughts, deeds, and words return to us sooner or later with astounding accuracy. And I thought that was really cool to start our game of life with. So how did we come up with this? Well, we found that everybody in our house is motivated by money. And so as a family to some of our reoccurring problems, oh, sorry, as a solution to some of our reoccurring problems, we invented our own game, called The Game of Life. It's our guide to our non-negotiables in our house, which I'll explain after, our chores, our family rules, allowance, family fun, budgeting, and the development of other life skills that kind of came up as the game went on. And so I'm going to invite you to do a similar game of life in your house, again, to give your kids those skills that they're not getting at school that I've talked about in the last three podcasts, actually, if you're interested in hearing them. But basically, what the premise is, kids are not learning what they need to in school to be successful in life. And therefore, employability is um, at risk for them. And financially, they're at risk. And so when I noticed this, as I was doing my research for my book, and for working with kids, I thought, well, what am I going to do? So why not design your house to work around that so we kind of came up with an intention you guys can call it a family mission statement maybe would be best and basically like a company has a mission statement it's your measure right it's your level a company mission statement you check it oh are we going to do this as a company oh wait does it match our family our company mission statement and if it does then we'll consider doing it and maybe we'll do like a cost analysis with it and you want to do the same thing with a family mission statement who who do you want to be to the outside world how do you want to define your family and I thought what was actually really cool um, is a statistic that I found which is that social skills in kindergartners, which is kids that you know have left just left the home for the first time and are at school actually can dictate how well they do two years later. And why is that? Because those skills aren't taught in school. They're taught in the home. What skills are they? They're the skills of interaction, waiting for somebody else to finish a conversation before you jump in, nonverbal and verbal cues, working towards a goal, all of those things that you're teaching your kids or not in terms of just the way you act as a family. And so how we did that is we decided to have like an intention. So our intention or mission statement, if you will, was our family is to run as a loving unit that respects each other, our house, and our money, (laughs) because that was important. And our beliefs are, as a family, that all behavior is meaning. In other words, if there was something that somebody was doing that necessarily wasn't following what we had agreed to, well, they're just trying to tell us something in a different way, let's figure out what that is all people are motivated. So even though sometimes as you get into the game of life with me, you'll see that um, there could be a time where somebody could be unmotivated, but they're making that choice. So really underlying, we're saying everybody has motivation, and then they just make the choice to have it or not. And teams work best when they have input into the process and into the outcome. So every step of this game of life, every change we've made to it as we instituted it, the origins of it were all in family meetings that we would have where we would discuss it. Think akin to a board meeting or a staff meeting. Our identified household problems. So we wanted to come up with a solution to the household problems and we needed to identify what they were. Negging. It was driving me crazy to nag the kids to do things and my partner. And in turn, it was driving them crazy to be nagged. So we wanted something that could remove the nagging. Non-negotiables needed to be done without nagging. So, you know, you don't want to be nagged and I want our non-negotiables to be done. So what can we do about that? And by non-negotiables, I'll um, I'll illustrate what I mean, like I'll give you a list of what I mean. But basically, they're the things that just need to be done. There doesn't even need to be a discussion, because you and I already know that they just need to be done. Allowance was wanted, but I had real mixed feelings about it being tied directly to the non-negotiables or to a chore. Because to me, a chore runs the house, and we all need to have chores, and it runs a house which nobody's paid for so why would we pay our kids for specifically doing chores why would we pay our kids for doing non-negotiables when they just should be done so we made a system that it was random and kind of lottery-ish you'll see what i mean as i go through it so therefore it wasn't tied directly to allowance and then that there was a not um, a huge appreciation of money and part of the kids in the house this thought that they were entitled to things and entitled to money and didn't understand, you know, what actually costs were and how to budget your money and save your money for things. So really, really, we really wanted to teach them that as well. And so yeah, we had our intention, we had our beliefs, we identified our household problems, and then we created a solution together. So first we did a list of family rules that would basically hold to our intention of being this loving family unit. And they were, do your best, hug often, listen to your parents, that wasn't even from me, (laughs) help each other, pay with hugs and kisses, keep your promises, think of others before yourself, be happy, try new things, always tell the truth, say I love you, dream big, use kind words, know you are loved, and laugh out loud. And we had those put on a poster. And they hang actually in the bathroom of all places, because we spend time in there. So (laughs) sitting. (laughs) So it was a good place, we thought, as a reminder. Um, So we came up with the family rules together. And so as you know, with me, I'm not necessarily punitive. So when you say rules, sometimes people are like, what are family rules? But but those are our family rules and you can come up with your own too. But those are things that were important to all of us. Then we generated a list of non-negotiables and where they fall in the day seemed to be the easiest. So non-negotiables just as a reminder are things that you have to do no matter what. And there's not going to be a big discussion about them. Morning routine, getting dressed, getting breakfast, brushing your teeth, packing your lunch. Morning routine, non-negotiable. After school routine, emptying your lunch. Um, and potentially getting a snack if you need to, because you haven't eaten your you have eaten your whole lunch story or finishing off your lunch. Uh, making a homework plan, so communicating with somebody as to when you're going to actually do your homework if you have homework that day. Taking your agenda out and putting your school bag away. Dinner time routine was helping to prep dinner, clean up after dinner, and make lunch. Bedtime routine is brushing your teeth, getting to bed on time, and reading. Thursday routine. So we had a Thursday cleaning routine. It's changed I think now sometimes to Sundays and we kind of play around with that day. But basically that, um, oh no, sorry, I, I'm wrong. Our Thursday routine, now that I think about it, was just that um, they get the house prepped and ready for a bigger clean. So the Thursday routine was putting their things away essentially um, and making surfaces were clear. So things off the floor surfaces are clear so that a a big clean could be done. And then we had daily crazies. (laughs) So things like taking taking your shoes and putting them on the shoe rack, making sure the lights are off, flushing the toilet was a big one and making sure the TV was turned off. Okay, so we listed all our non-negotiables and then we thought if we just put them into routines like morning, after school, dinner, bedtime... Thursday routine easier to remember for the kids. Some kids had these posted on the back of their door. Some just had them stuck in their gratitude journals. And um, other kids would just ask us but we usually had it posted somewhere so that if they did ask us we could kind of refer. Then we had uh, weekly partner duties that the kids would do. And this was part of their chores essentially. So dish emptying and loading the dishwasher, walking our dog, cleaning our water bottles. We are a huge water bottle drinking family and not like the Evian bottles or whatever but we buy the plastic bottles that you keep and reuse over and over again doing recycling garbage and waste so those were weekly partner duties and then we had monthly partner duties and this was car cleaning up so cleaning the inside the garbage out of it vacuuming car cleanup outside washing and polishing it Um, cleaning out the fridge, wiping it off, and then polishing appliances. And then we did um, generate the list of other life skills that um, we could put into the game as they got older or as they were expressing an interest in it. And that was laundry, meal planning. Um, And so for meal planning ingredients, budget cooking up for laundry, you know, stripping their bed, taking their laundry down, sorting it, understanding how the laundry machine works, how to put it in the dryer, um, different things like that, and then putting it away after. And then outside maintenance, if there was mowing the lawn or weeding or any sort of gardening to be done. And then we kept a category as discovered because things will come up. Like uh, my bonus daughter would say, hey, uh, can can we organize the junk drawer? Or, you know, we would really like to cook something, but I feel like this, the pantry needs to be organized first. Or things like that. So we kind of made one category that it could be whatever. And basically what would happen is they got popsicle sticks. And on the popsicle sticks, it would say family rules. It would say non-negotiables with all the different time zones that we've Um, put the non-negotiables in, and then they would have weekly partner duty, monthly partner duty on separate popsicle sticks, you know, extra life skill on a different popsicle stick. So imagine each child has a set of their own color-coded popsicle sticks with these things on them. And then what happens is at the end of the week, at the beginning, uh, when we first started doing the family game of life together, we had a chart out and we would actually physically be checking all of those things off every day. And this was just to get them into the habit of knowing what they had to do. We did that for, I think, probably a good solid three months of checking. And then I got them and I was doing the checking and then talking them to them about it. And then the next set of three months, they were doing the checking and then eventually getting to the point where do they need to check it? Uh, or could they just be automatically doing it at that point and you know for each kid it was different so anyways basically they had a popsicle stick for all these things and on Fridays we would sit down and on the Friday then we would roll the dice and how it would work is if we got a five that they had five dollars for their allowance and if they rolled a five they would pull five popsicle randomly pull five popsicle sticks out and once those five popsicle sticks were pulled out we would look at the chart and see, did they do their five things that go in accordance with those popsicle sticks? So did they do a family rule? If that was a popsicle stick pulled out? If morning routine was pulled out? Had they done their morning routine all week? If daily crazies was pulled out? Had they done their daily crazies that week? Had they done their weekly partner duty? Had they picked up a life skill that week and essentially because it was random and the system was random then it wasn't directly tied so you know doing your dishes wasn't directly tied to uh, or not wasn't directly tied to whether you got your allowance or not and that really made me happy (laughs) because I didn't want it to be directly tied to it I really wanted it to be that they weren't sure which ones were going to be chosen out so really just need to do them all as we were contributing members to a house. Um, And as I think I've mentioned, we have different kids in our home, right? So four with different personalities and each of them reacted differently, but the choice was theirs because they had designed it with us and then the choice was theirs because it was very clear whether they were going to do these things. They knew what the Propsicle stick said, they knew what each of these things meant. We had done three months of discussion as they were doing it so they would know our expectations. So, you know, it was very well laid out in that respect in that they had a choice in that and they were taking responsibility for that. Then, um, oh, I've only explained if they got a five to roll. So sorry, I should go back to that. So imagine we're all sitting down, the week is over, they've got their popsicle sticks out for what they've done and the ones they haven't done are tucked away still in their pouch. We had this on a uh, big poster board on the wall. It had each of their names and their popsicle sticks. And like I think I mentioned they were color coded, so each kid had say a set of purple popsicle sticks with the stuff written on it. Another one had a set of yellow popsicle sticks with the sticker, sorry, with the wording on it. And they were put into these pouches. And then they would move from the pouches the things that they had done at the end of the week. So Um, we knew. And actually, sorry, they would just leave the ones that they didn't do in their first pouch and move the ones that they did do into the second pouch. Then they would take the ones out of the second pouch. We would sit down at the table and we would roll a dice. So let's say we rolled a one on the dice. Well, that means that $5 just goes for one thing. So if we pull out the one thing that they didn't do, like say they were supposed to walk the dog and they didn't do it consistently over the week, there's their $5 gone for the week. So sometimes they really wanted us to pull five, because it meant that there was better chances. And sometimes if they were really good, they're like, "Oh, just pull one because I know I'm going to get my five bucks anyways. And then the, we, they asked a little while into it, you know, can we have a bonus? So if we roll a six, can we get double? And so we said, sure. So they, if they rolled a six, uh, basically they, we went back to the five things. So had they done five things, we'd pull out. And if they did, they got double whatever it is. So if they'd done two of the five, they would get, instead of getting $2, they would get the $4 because we were doubling it. And then sometimes they would get $10. Um, and then if they had perfect week, so everybody did everything, then they asked if we could take them out. So part of what we were teaching them was money management skills. And I'll get to that in a sec, but we were having them pay if we went out for dinner. Um, Not, you know, if it was a special celebration, but if we were just going to go out for dinner as a family, they needed to use their money. We would say, Okay, this is how much we're contributing to a birthday party present. What do you want to contribute if they wanted to get their friends something more above and beyond that? If we we're going to the movies they paid. So, you know, they needed their money for those things. But they said, Well, if we all get a perfect week, can you guys take us out to do something for a family or as a family? And we don't have to pay. So we agreed to do that. Um, so again, this again, um, I keep saying again, again, <laughs> we had their input, and we changed things and made it fluid as it went along. So what did they divide their money into? I have talked about this in a pad, past podcast, but savings, investment, investments, spending back, spending and giving back, sorry, I'll say that again, savings, investments, spending and giving back. And if you looked on a past podcast that I've done, I go through what each of the categories were divided into. So savings was 40, spending was 40%, investment was 10% and giving back was 10%. So if they got $5, that was divided into those things. We had the same color coded um popsicle that color. We had just bought um actually from Walmart, just like a department store from the craft section, um a see-through clear set of um boxes. You can almost use like fishing tackle boxes or tool boxes uh, that are see-through and clear. And uh, we color-coded them and then put their names. And then we put like, say, my son's name is River, River Savings, River Investments, River Spending, River Giving Back. And he could clearly see um, as we put the the $5 divided into those different categories, how much money he had and what that was adding up. And then we had rules around that. So I have talked about that in the past podcast, but just quickly, $75. Seventy-five dollars. Uh, they could spend 75, 74 dollars or less in um, from their spending. Savings was if something was over $75, they would have to save for it. And then they would have to justify it essentially to us. And in that time period, making sure it wasn't an in buy over $75. And we adjusted that over time. Sometimes it was less than that. But what we'd found with the older kids was that they could very easily spend $75 if they say they wanted a piece of equipment or um, a game, then $75 actually wasn't that much money. But we did fluctuate that. But let's just say for all intents and purposes, it was $75. And then giving back was to be towards a charity or we could pool our money and buy a gift for a family that was in need or, you know, there was ways that we could do the giving back. They could also buy pizza lunch at school because that was giving back to their school community. So we had some flexible rules around that. And then investment was they could spend that money on anything that they would use to help their future and be able to grow that money into more money. So just think roughly uh, lemonade stand, right? If they bought the lemonade and bought the pitchers and then turned around and sold it, they could use their money from investing because they were going to make more money. Just as a really simple explanation and quick. So um, our weekly amount was determined. It was $5, as I said. I talked to you about the bonus ideas, which is where if everybody had um, a perfect week, we would do a free family date where we would take them out for dinner or we take them out to play a game or take them out for the movies or a friend could come um, on a on a family event and we could offer to pay for the friend um, so there was just a, a bunch of things that we built in as we went um, it was really an awesome experience to do with the kids and as we've done it we've tweaked it as we've went along and now we don't have the game board up anymore and we don't use the popsicle sticks because we're all very aware so three years into it' We're all very aware and that's been taken down and and what we do is just talk to them about it instead of um, having to pull a popsicle stick but i did find and i would use the popsicle sticks in the beginning because it's a very tangible um, thing for kids to be able to move and and see and visualize and talk to you about if they haven't done it so i'm really hoping that was helpful because that's our family system and basically what we're hoping to get them Through doing that, is knowing about money, knowing how to interact with others, knowing how to present your case when you want something changed, knowing how to be assertive. Um, You know, we talk as a family in these family. Uh, meetings and we have what's called a talking stick and so whoever's holding the talking stick it's their turn to talk so you know we're respecting each other's opinions and we're being taught that it's not judgment and it's not right or wrong so if somebody's saying you know what I'm really uncomfortable with this family rule then I want to change then we can talk about that as a family while giving that person that space to be able to share now we're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, um, although we're perfect at being us. But I have found that family rule was great for bonding us in blending families, because if you can imagine, I came with my set of expectations, and there was already a set of expectations on the other side, and then how kids were raised, and we were amalgamating that all. And we thought, you know what, we'll just create our own amalgamation and our own family set of rules, family rules mission statement um, and family system or as we called it the game of life hope that was helpful let me know thank you so much for tuning in good morning good afternoon and good evening wherever you are around the world great to have you with me today at with a twist please don't forget to give me a five star rating on itunes that would be much appreciated as well as follow me on facebook at amber scotchburn thanks so much